Hey everyone, I'm K.A. Will. And I'm Gabby. And we want to welcome our culture family to another episode of Marriage Journey, where we talk about our unique journey in our marriage, um, because we believe everyone has a unique journey in their marriage, um, but also with the unique things that uh, separate us from every, everyone else, we also have... Our parallels, our similarities, so our hope is that um, from hearing our experience that you'll be able to draw some advice or suggestions or just a unique perspective on something. Yeah. So with that, uh, we also believe that you create your own culture in your household. All right. So what do we mean by that? So it's not just the culture of your parents and where your parents come from. It's not about just about what country you come from, um, you know. It's not about your race only, but your culture. The things you do in your house, how you run your household, how you raise your kids, how you handle finances, um, how you handle um, disputes and disagreements, all of that creates an atmosphere of your own culture in your household. So this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, that question that people always ask. Is marriage hard or why is marriage hard? Um, some people say, you know, marriage is a lot of work. Um, and you hear it asked oftentimes, you know, why do people say that? Right, right. We kind of, I'm guilty of it too. I leave a gap. Marriage is hard, <laughs> but you should do it. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, what does that mean? So right. Someone asked me that recently, so I thought this would be a great topic to talk about. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that being said, why do you think people say marriage is hard? So, I, um, as I thought about it this week, I realized that it's like fighting your flesh all the time. Mm. Fighting your own inner inclinations, um, dealing with someone else's idiosyncrasies, um, and somehow that meshing into a wonderful romantic life, but then it also has real life, you know, mm. that continues on besides the romance. So, yeah, so I have to fight myself many times, like from being selfish, from um, being inflexible and caring about your feelings, um, how you perceive things. Um, when I think about the kids, um, parenting is hard, right? Because you have to go, kind of go against your past culture. What kind of culture do you want to bring? What kind of bad habits don't you want to bring into your your parenting or your marriage? Mm. And then some way, somehow figuring that out and being able to do it even though what's inside or the flesh or what you're used to um, and what's your default is something totally different. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's very true. I think for me, why uh, when people say that, you know, marriage is hard, um, I think it's relating to that person on a deep level um okay. when you're you know when all the surface stuff is gone you're not dating anymore um you know the honeymoon stage is over mm -hmm. um and now you have to get down to the deep stuff like you have to get down to not just real life but being in that person's space um every day you know not necessarily every moment, you know, because we have work, we right. have school, we have all these different things. Right. Um, but you're still in that person's personal space, like 
you know, when you're at home, you're home. You know, you're in that person's face basically all the time, you know, when it comes to that. That's how you do it? No, I'm just I'm saying. When... <laughs> no, I, I look at it that way because I think that's what makes it hard for people as far as why they consider marriage hard. It's like, man, you know, I'm around this person. How do I be around this person and it still be interesting? Or be around this person and it still be all about love? Be around this person and I don't annoy them or they don't annoy me? Um, And I think, not to get off topic there, but I think we kind of set ourselves up sometimes. It's like a little trap when in your mind you're thinking the goal is not to offend that person mm-hmm. or that person not to offend you, but that's not the goal. What is the goal? Oh, the goal is just to be loving and accepting, like we talked about before, as yeah. far as we know each other, like I know you're gonna mess up, you know I'm gonna mess up, but it's okay, we're doing this together. Like I wouldn't wanna mess up with anybody else but you. Um, so I think people miss that. You know, as soon as somebody messes up or they have something about them that kind of irks them or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, they tend to focus on that instead of focusing on the positive and, um, you know, exemplifying, magnifying the positive, loving the positive, making memories out of those things, making, you know, enjoying the moment, enjoying the now. Um, So, yeah, I think that's what makes it hard. Um, for people, for some people, as far as knowing that they have to be around that person and go through everything with them. Right. They're like, uh, do I really want to do that with this person? You know, I think that's what makes it hard. But uh, something popped up when you said being in the person's face. So when you're dating, you mm-hmm. can't get enough. Exactly. There's not, <laughs> there's not enough hours in the day. Right. To be able to spend time with your significant other, talking on the phone for hours. Right. That's what I hear about a lot of um, marriage or um, dating stories. Oh, we were on the phone for hours talking as friends. And I'm like, man, love covers a multitude of sin. Or lust. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> but there's, there are several things like <laughs> things that are annoying or things maybe you... Mm-hmm. You heard something, and you're like, yeah, like nah, nah, you know, and you just mm-hmm. continue like, oh, I still love you, and I want to spend all the time. With you. So you kind of, kind of have to remember, like I said, love covers a multitude of sins, and being able to, um, like you said, to amplify the positive, appreciate the negative, right? Appreciate mm-hmm. the annoyances and tolerate them. Mm-hmm. And what I learned, I'm glad you said that, because what I learned from the things that we may consider negative about our spouse or the annoying things. Um, oftentimes those are spaces for you as an individual to grow. Like, so like your spouse, yeah, they may do something that annoys you or you don't like when they do it or whatever, Mm -hmm. but that is where you can grow in grace, um, accepting them, like you said, but also you can appreciate their uniqueness, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Oh, I don't like when she does that, but that's the way she does it. I like where Um, you're going. (laughs) But that's the way she does it. So it's like, maybe I can learn from her doing it that way. Because there are some things that, it's not necessarily something wrong that your spouse is doing. Right. It's just that maybe they do it differently from you. Oh my God. Right. So because they do it differently from you, 
it may irk you a little way or whatever, but you could actually look and say, hmm, what can I learn from them doing it that way? Why do they do it that way? Right, right. Um, is there a place and time for the, for me to do it that way exactly. in the future? Or exactly. Was this an appropriate response? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, as we know, like, most studies and most experts say that the things that cause marriages to fail, mm -hmm. going back to our original question, why is marriage hard? And the other one that people say, why is marriage a lot of work? Because people say marriage is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, so the experts say uh, the top three things are communication, okay. finances, and infidelity. Right? So we added one, and the one that we added was selfishness. Um, and to me, is selfishness can fall under a lot of things. You could just be a jerk. <laughs> you know, like, you may not be... Um, cheating, you may be good with finances, you might be okay with communication, but if you're a jerk, like, who really wants to be around that, right? right. Um, and another part of selfishness could be, you know, you're not willing to be flexible or, or you're rigid in your ways. Um, I think that can definitely cause issues in marriage, and I think we've seen it even in our marriage that that caused issues. Right. Um, so those, to, to us, are the, for, the top four things, you know, the communication, finances, right. infidelity, and uh, being selfish. Um, but uh, I guess we can go one at a time on those. Uh, the communication, um, man, where to start with that? Because I think we kind of talked about that before, addressed it. Mm -hmm. um, for us, um, as you guys know, even during the pandemic, um, they were saying that marriages were, uh, people were getting divorced mm -hmm. at a higher rate, um, and it was just causing issues. Um, because the pandemic, actually, when you think about sheltering in place, you're thinking about uh, social distancing from people you normally are around, or especially if you're a people person, um, or if you're an introvert mm -hmm. and you like being alone, that causes problems on both ends. Because now the person who likes to be extrovert, be around people, they can't do that. Right. But then the person who likes to be alone, get some alone time, or introvert, they can't do that either because they're sitting at home all day with their spouse and everybody else. Gotcha. So anyway, um, we, we had a tough time um, last year when we recognized that um, communication was breaking down right. um, in our marriage. Um, and it was, what would you say was the leading thing? Like, I think we weren't willing to hear each other from where we were coming from. Like, point of view. Right. And I think so. a lot of things, not a lot of things, well, yeah. A lot of things got in the way and didn't allow us to Address be it. able to open our eyes and see each other, you know, be able to tolerate. Because mm -hmm. our patience and our uh, time and our energy was spent on work and the kids we were fine taking care of the kids mm -hmm. you get one i'll get the other tag mm -hmm. team get the food ready the other one on the potty um, get clothes on the other one so we were fine with that but then when it came to being able to be patient and with each other with all the annoyances of pet peeves and all that stuff we yeah we have it. yeah yeah and to be able to communicate in an effective way yeah i think 
healthy communication. Yeah, that was definitely missing because of all that was going on, like you said. Right. Um, so that, in our marriage, to me, and I think uh, my wife would agree, um, that was probably the hardest thing in our marriage is the communication. Um, and to me, I also saw, like, there was a buildup. Um, so it didn't happen all at once. Right, right. It was like we nuts. were already, yeah, mm -hmm. we were already having some communication problems and dealing with stuff to where um, the pandemic and just last year was just rough mm -hmm. to where last year was just a tipping point, in my opinion. Um, because to me, the real challenges started um, when we started having children. Say more. So, no, I'm just mean. I'm just saying the time and the energy that you talk about. Mm -hmm. To me, that was now spent on the children. So it's like the communication started breaking down when we started having children. Yeah. Um, it was harder to relate to each other because. A good word. Yeah, because we were dealing with the children. Um, time and energy, man. Those two things are just... I'm going to get it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my time and energy back. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, time and energy, man. Yeah. I think that, man, I know that was definitely what made it rough. Um, at one point, it just... And we talked about this. At one point, it felt like... I just felt like I had most of the burden. Right. Yeah. Um... And because I felt like I had most of the burden, like, I really didn't have the tolerance yeah. for, like, trying to talk to you and then you not being understanding. Um, so I either shut down or um, was, uh, was, I'm trying to think of the word. I think even passive aggressive would mm -hmm. be... The word. Okay. Yeah. You didn't have to stress that when you like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Girl, be quiet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. Um, what about you? What, what do you think about last year or during that time when we were dealing with the communication issues? I'm um, glad we saw a therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Cause she's the one who pointed out that when she asked, what did she ask? What does your marriage look like or something like that? How do you interact with each other? And we no, said, she said after the kids and she said, before what do you that got? question, Yeah, before that question, she was just asking like, what does your typical day look like? How do you interact with each other? Oh, we're okay. like, oh yeah, you take care of the, you know, we take care of the kids, we take uh -huh. care of food and everything, meals are done. And she was like, all right, if you took all that away. Right, you're right. That's where that's I was the getting. key. If you took all that away, you can have someone cook, you can have somebody take care of the kids, a nanny, you can have someone do your laundry, what's left? And I said, Mercy, God. Mercy. I'm about to lose my marriage. <laughs> but I, I was like, you're right. There was, not that there was nothing left, but we definitely neglected each other. Yeah, it was out of perspective. Yeah. Definitely. Man, that was um, a nice... It's, it was a... Sorry, it was a rearranging of priorities. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
And well, I said out of perspective. Really, it was putting things in perspective. Right. Like, wow, that's true. You know, when we're done working, when we're done, like you said, cleaning the house, taking care of responsibilities around the house, when we're done with the kids, um, what's left for us? Right. Um, and it's funny she said it that way because we actually had that conversation. We didn't word it like that. Mm -hmm. But when we first had Shyla, or even before we had Shyla, we had that conversation where we said, um, we have to make sure that when we have kids, we make time for us. You're laughing because you know what we did. You remember, right? We had that conversation. We were like, we have to make time for us, make sure we still engage each other, yeah. um, love on each other, uh, talk to each other, just have time for us, like us time, so that, you know, having kids, all the attention doesn't go to them, and then, you know, they grow up, what people say, they grow up, they go to school, college, they move out. Empty nest. And then when the empty nest is there, it's like, you two don't know each other because you only know each other with engaging with the two kids. Right, right. And that but capacity. When, yeah, in that parents. capacity. You guys know each other as parents. parents right. Not, but as, not as, as lovers, best husband friends, and wife. And husband and wife. Exactly. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, yeah. Um, so I thought that was funny. I was like, she's saying the same thing, but she just said it differently. Right. Which allowed us to put things into it clicked. perspective. It definitely clicked. Yeah, yeah, the way she said it. Yeah. Um, and what was funny, to me, what was unique about our therapy sessions Guys, we only went to therapy four times. And to me, after that, it was like a weight was lifted. Yeah. Since then, this was, how long ago was this? August. November, August. Okay, mm -hmm. All right? Because November, we were supposed to look for another one. Anyway, this was August. We are now in February. So since August, we've been looking for a new therapist. Um, and I'm just like... This is wonderful. A weight has been lifted. Um, and, man, so much I want to say about uh, therapy. We're probably going to have to save that for another episode because I will leave, with, leave you guys with this um, before we close. Um, there is nothing wrong with therapy. I mean, it just, it just helps you put things in perspective. It helps you take inventory on the things going on in your life. Right. That um, you don't have time to take inventory. Because you yourself don't have time to take the proper inventory that you need to take. Yeah. So it's not about crazy people. Right. Although therapy can help crazy people as well. But it's not about that. It's just about mentally being healthy, having self-care, having relationship care. That's it. You know, you don't have to be a crazy person or you don't have to be, oh, something's wrong with you or something's wrong with your spouse. There are a lot of marriages right now. There are a lot of marriages right now that if the couple would only go to therapy, it would save their marriage. I, I saw that. I, I, I saw that and felt that from our experience. Not that I ever, to me, I didn't feel like I was losing my marriage. I just felt as though, my bad. I just felt as though I just felt as though we were in a very very bad place and we needed help. Right, right. I knew that for sure. I wasn't denying that, but it never felt to me like, oh, I'm gonna lose my wife, I'm gonna lose my kids, because I already made up in my mind that we are in this together. 
um, even if she didn't make it up in her mind. Mercy God. Is that what I said? <laughs> no, I was just saying, but you said... It, but is that what I said? Though? You said you thought it was in trouble. Yes. Like, you was going to lose your marriage. Yes. But I had already made them in my mind we wasn't going to lose our marriage. That's not all that, I'm saying. And I didn't say I was going to toss it away. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I, I didn't mean it that way. No, no, I didn't mean it that way. My bad. Clarify. No, no, no. I didn't mean it that I'm way. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought... That's probably going to be for another episode about parents, their own culture, what I saw as an example of marriage. Mm -hmm. Basically, I thought that's what was going to happen to us. Right. So not just losing marriage as in divorce, but losing us. Oh, I see Even what you're if saying. we stayed married. Right. Yeah. We will definitely talk about that um, next time. And so All right. So there's going to be a part two to this, you guys. <laughs> All right. So we hope that this episode has been beneficial to you guys, all right? So until next time, Culture Family, um, I'm K.A. Will. And I'm Gabs. See you guys later.